Hey guys, just switched it up a little bit this week. I wanted to throw a freebie out there. Why not? I don't know. See how it's going. Try this for uh, for a week. Um, I put this, this is the wake up show. It's the Friday show and it is uh, going to be available in the regular feed as you see right now. Again, it's this one's mostly about cruising. We talk about some other stuff too, but if you wanted to get through the weekend and you just couldn't get enough of me with the Tuesday show and then the interview, which I will tell you that before you listen to this, I definitely suggest you check out the interview with the uh, comedian Marcus Monroe, one of my favorite episodes uh, ever, but uh, check that out. And yeah, if you run out of stuff and you still want to have your have your fix of, of your boy here, definitely uh, this is for you, a freebie of the Wake Up Show. And if you do like it and you want this five days a week, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash always be booked. Patreon dot com slash always be booked. Eight dollars a month. Let's start the show. Uh, this is a good question, you know, but I, I think it should be answered by Tommy Casabona himself. Wake up, wake up. Live from sunny South Florida, the Wake Up Show with your host, Tommy Casabona. Hey, welcome once again. It is the Wake Up Show. It's right, it's Friday, October 7th. I'm your host, Tommy Casabona, and I cannot convey to you how happy that I am to have you here. You guys may have seen last night I created a new group, and again, I don't want to, you know, sometimes you you can get group happy in these things. I, I find these topics that I'd like to start groups around here and there. You know, what are what are some of the, the notables that I've started in the past? Obviously, the Cruise and Travel Lounge that uh, used to be the uh, Ultra Lounge, but now it's the Cruise and Travel Lounge because I changed that. I incorporated the word travel in there. I think everybody kind of lost their mind during the pandemic. I think you had a lot of people exploring other areas and a lot of people exploring other I guess, means by which, you know, when we didn't know where to go, we were lost. We were all lost. What is going to be our new lane? And I just wanted to make sure I incorporated the word travel because, you know, cruising just wasn't a thing for a while. So I wanted to do that. But then, you know, during the shutdown, during the quarantine, I did uh, put together the quarantine cuisine kitchen. That caught a little fire. You know what I mean? People were cooking. People were showing their dishes. People were, uh, you know, it was like a little bit of a a, a, a a bragging rights if I put you in the main main uh, profile picture. That means you had the dish of the week. And, you know, it was never a big group, but, you know, we had a little fire. I also had the uh, exercise group. You know what I mean? The, uh, the weight loss group or eat healthy slash weight loss group too. I forgot what that was even called. It's still around, but it's still out there. Just uh, kind of died out a little bit. The quarantine cuisine was definitely a quarantine thing. I didn't necessarily think that was going to, you know, last the long haul. But it was fun. While it lasted, it was a, a good little run. Maybe I'll throw an omelet in there or something, you know. I uh, I do. I still do like to cook. And, and it sucks because, you know, living with Kay is amazing, you know, when she's here. She's often touring the country. But, you know, I do put together a good meal or two. It's just kind of what I do, you know, I have pretty diverse repertoire when it comes to being able to, you know, work the uh, work the range and work the pots and the pans. And uh, I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm not saying I'm a, a, a trained chef, but, you know, I, I do. I do. OK, but she just doesn't like she she doesn't like food unless it's just a piece of chicken. 
uh, on bread. You know what I mean? She likes she likes like six things. That's all she eats. She'll eat she'll eat chicken. She'll eat I think lima beans. She'll eat chips. Uh, she'll eat uh, power bars. Uh, she'll drink uh, almond milk and water, uh, and that's kind of like it. You know, I, cook, I cooked chicken for you. I was like, tried to get basic, a chicken and spinach. And then there was something else. I forgot what it was, but she said she liked it. But she said, I don't know. It's just a little, for me, it's a little zesty. I'm like, it's zesty? Like that's, that's isn't that flavor? Aren't, aren't, aren't you just basically allergic to flavor? And then she was laughing and then that was it. But... Anyway, what can I tell you? So that was one group. And then I um, I put together a cabin finder group. Nobody, actually like three people were in there and they all joined in the last couple of weeks. But, you know, there's really nobody in there. I think there's probably like 14 people in the uh, cruise. But this was before I discovered that, you know, cruising solo is and I really do believe that cruising solo is taking on like a little bit of a um it's gaining some steam and you're seeing a lot of groups pop up now with the problem with the groups is you're seeing a lot of fake accounts because anything regarding the word single in the group name or anything like that you're going to have these fake accounts and you know they're not just random robots they are whoever's posting you know they are putting some thought behind it they're saying hey i've never sailed on carnival before i'm half naked and a 10 in this picture who wants to come looking for some middle-aged heavy set bearded man cruise buddies i mean come on what are we doing we're not who's buying that did i just describe myself <laughs> a little bit didn't i but anyway yeah so so uh that the that that group was by the wayside what other group did I do? I did, um, oh, oh, I did a quarantine thing. I think verified information only, I think, about the restart. Uh, that was a joke. Nobody gave a crap about that. But then I recently just did one, and people had said to me, the, quar- uh, the, 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 the wake up show, the mega cone, super cone, whatever, that should be a group for that. And the reason I do agree with that, and that's the reason I started it, is because of the fact that, you know, I get a lot of people who say to me, and I think this is the problem, like a lot of people say to me, Tommy, I'll ask about the show. What do you think of the show? Give me some feedback. Tell me what the deal is. And a lot of people will say, Tommy, you don't, don't you realize the show is you? We listen for you. We listen because whatever you're going to talk about is the topic that we want to get into. And I totally respect that and appreciate that because that's why I listen to a lot of podcasts. But what those people I think don't realize respectfully is that that is why you listen. That is why there's other people out there who listen who don't really give a shit about me. They are just obsessed with cruising. And the minute I do kind of go off the beaten path, the minute I do go and run some tangents or, or whatever else, give you some personal details, uh, they, 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 they tune out. They tune out. And they shut it down. And I can tell you that's in the reviews on iTunes when I look at the reviews. By the way, if you feel like reviewing on iTunes, I got a lot of reviews on iTunes. I should, I feel like I should be placing way higher based on the amount of reviews that I got that are mostly positive. But 
People do say that. If you if you go into the iTunes reviews and then filter it out by most critical, you'll see. Oh, he's sophomoric, uh, uh, tells self-centered stories, should be more about cruising. I get a lot of that. What pissed me off about some of those reviews is the people who say, really love the show, completely obsessed, but there hasn't been an episode in a while. Uh, to me, I just don't think you should give me a zero stars. You like the show. I'm just not able to put it out. I haven't been able to put it out. So what do you so so it's not that the fact that the show is not around is what you don't like. Does that warrant a bad review? Maybe it does. I don't know. I may or may not have protested a couple of those. Anyway, anyway, so we have this and the point is of this group is just to be able to, you know, we'll talk cruising. We could talk a lot about cruising as mega cones, but I wanted it to be a place where people could feel comfortable. And even myself posting things. Like last night, I went on that diatribe about, you know, Thai street food and how remarkable it is. And I woke up to it today and I put it on and I had it on just the the ASMR value to it too. Just hearing the onions crackle and the eggs crackle and, you know, the, the sound of the wok, them flipping the wok. And, you know, there's some really, really incredible they're just magicians what some of them do with either a walk or a flat top on the street and some of them are like 70 years old just carrying their supplies out there and looking at when you talk about the term setting up shop literally setting up shop just you know the only thing that i don't know i would love to see a sink i'd love to see a some dish soap and a, and a sink out there you know maybe some paper towels you don't get a lot of that but that's all right What are you going to do? Anyway, like I said, Friday, October 7th. Do you believe the weekend is here already? It's, I'm not going to be that guy. Hey, well, how about, (laughs) it's it's, it's talking about how time goes fast is probably the most basic form of conversation, but it just, it just seems, keeps coming up. Like, I got to remember tonight. Take off the exclusive $8 only Patreons. I got to let the five, I got to let the super cones in on this one. And it just seems like I was doing that yesterday. Shout out to Brian Olivari. Uh, big Brian, I think we're going to do a little fishing trip tomorrow. He's got a boat, excellent electrician, fisherman, renaissance man, baseball coach, does a lot out there. A uh, good friend of mine, buddy from way, way back when I first got here, one of the first people I met. Uh, he was also a bartender at the world famous, now defunct, long defunct Bar West Palm, which eventually became Have a Nice Day Cafe, West Palm Beach. But uh, yeah, we met BA way, way back, back in the day, and he was one of those first guys who uh, introduced me to the rope swing. When we would go out there on those country nights with the guitar and the bonfire and, you know, watch the sunrise over the lake, and I was about, you know, (laughs) talk about a fish out of water. But I loved it. I loved it still. But I would like to talk about New York City, and we're going to do that right now because the lovely Regal Queen Mary II is going to be in New York City today and then the sun is going to come up over there at 6 59 a.m we're going to take a long trip over the pond and we're going to end up in barcelona some might call it barcelona now i've been meaning to say this okay 
answer me this. I want this comment, email, wherever. Some people comment in the in the feed here. Some people comment via email. Barthelona, Ibiza. I, I, sound, I feel like an idiot saying that. Now, I'm noticing that more and more people, and I'll, I'll be, I'll tell you who I heard it from. What I always forget her name, but she's on the Virgin Voyages, uh, cruising his crew. Lucy is her name, and she describes these ports as that. She said, "Oh, you know, she did a show the other day about you know, I don't know, crew people banging each other or something. She's always doing something, tit, uh, scintillating or whatever, and uh, you know, just relationships on board and how they're tough because you're tr- you're traveling around the world and you know." You don't get to have a real relationship because you don't know what it's like banging it out or not banging it out literally, but I mean just you know trying to labor through a one bedroom apartment in a big city where you know everybody's got to remember to get the groceries and march up the walk upstairs and struggle paying rent and everything like that. You are having a what she's basically describing as a fictitious relationship. You know you could think like let's just say me and you you're 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 a young lady and we get along. And we are having the time of our lives, and we are. And it was a good point. She brought up a good point. You're, you feel like you're in love, but you're sailing around the world, the French Riviera, uh, maybe Mexico, maybe maybe Saint Thomas, and then she says maybe Ibiza. Yes, the, let's get to the point of her story first, which is a good point, in that you don't really know if this relationship is really working because you haven't had to grind it out. You haven't hit hard times. You haven't had to fight over money. You haven't had to fight over territory in a one-bedroom apartment. You haven't had to, you know, go through the trials of tri- and tribulations of just living the day-to-day on land. So you, you may think you're in love, but you haven't seen that side of that person, which is a point well taken. And I thought it was pretty profound. But she called it Abitha. She's a British, again, I've always say a very pretty British young lady. She calls it Ibiza. What are we doing with that? Do we really call it that? Aren't we just basically um, imitating a occasional Spanish uh, speech impediment? Is that what we're doing? Or is that if you're in Barcelona, or I'm not going to say it the other way anymore. I'm done with that. Ibiza or Barcelona, if you're there, do you hear regular people pronouncing it on purpose with a TH? Or are there so many people who pronounce it with a speech impediment that even us, whether we're British, American, just the Western world in general, are we pronouncing it with the built-in speech impediment? What are we doing here? What do we call it? Somebody tell me if I'm supposed to be calling it, or, or maybe it's not the speech impediment. That's just how those particular countries, I'm sorry, cities within that country are pronounced. I'd like to know. Please let me know. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com uh, because I'm hearing it more and more. And I feel like growing up, even in my 30s, it, it wasn't like that. And then it started happening sort of like as a joke. I remember Tanya was on my podcast, uh, you know, Miss Tanya, <laughs> we all know that story, but uh, she was on the podcast and she did it. She kind of did like a tongue in cheek. I mentioned the word Ibiza or Barcelona and she 
came in pronouncing it like that, just kind of like laughing about it tongue in cheek because it's what we know it's widely pronounced like that there. But is that just a, you know, is that just the way they say it or is it a speech impediment? Legitimate question. Ignorant, maybe, maybe ignorant, maybe an ignorant question, but a legitimate, legitimate question. Remember what I said, intent, intent is king. So don't come at me. Just give me the information I'm asking for. But anyway, in the lovely Barcelona is the MSC Seaview, the Costa Diadema, 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 Uh, the AIDA Cosma, the Morella Discovery 2. So a lot of action going on in Barcelona today, and the sun is going to come up to join the party at 7.54 a.m. We're coming back a little south, though. Having it your way down at Perfect Day at Coco K. The Amplified Mariner of the Seas is there at 7.07. The sun will rise. Mariner of the Seas and Navigator of the Seas, the first two of those Voyager-class ships to be amplified. I absolutely did on my buddy Joe, rest in peace, with JP and our other buddy Chris. Uh, I did try. We did get absolutely destroyed at Coco K to the point where there is real video of me missing my mouth with a with a truly we did a chug with a bunch of guys that we met in the pool hit it off great time we're having a blast the this was Mary Kay day DJ was going girls dancing on top of the stools and the bar and everything it was a party they were really so we jumped in we 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 got after it Next thing you know, let's chug a Truly because we're drinking Trulys for some reason. Boom, boom, boom. One, two, three, chug. I poured the half the thing down the side of my face and then I made the adjustment and it still was not lined up with my mouth properly. I mean, it was probably the 14th or 15th one. What are you going to do? You know, so, but it was pretty funny. But uh, I, getting back on the ship, I tried to see if I could possibly do it. We were on the Mariner out of Orlando. I tried to get on the Navigator, and I got in. I got on the ship, but when I got through the actual, I guess, uh, metal detector portion where they're going to really see if your face comes up for real, didn't work out for me. They were not happy. They were not pleased. They turned me around, and I did plead ignorance, even though that was not true. I knew what I was doing. Kill me. What do you want me to tell you? Sunrise, 707, Coco K. Let's take it over to Bahaba. One of the funnest names of any cruise port to say. That is in the great state of Maine, very, very north. In town today is the Caribbean Princess, and the sun is going to raise over the Bahaba at 6.38 a.m. We're going all the way across. That's right. You're talking about the most northeast place you could be, Maine. That's right. We're going the most southwest place you can go, and that's in the form of San Diego, California. Shout out to Colin, Pilot Colin. I think he was in San Diego today, and he made a note on how close the cruise port was to the airport. So that's San Diego. And San Diego, the city, I don't know. I've never been there. I heard it's a sausage fest out in San Diego. I heard it's male-dominated as far as population. She can't say male-dominated. I did not mean that. I meant population-wise. And uh, 
I heard it's got the nickname Mandiego. Mandiego. Anyway, Royal Princess is over there. The sun is going to come up on the west coast city of San Diego at 6.47 a.m. I hear, I've been told while I was in Phoenix, Arizona, that the single best weather you could possibly experience across the year, year long, best weather, is going. you're going to find that in San Diego. Shout out to Sherry from Cruise Tips TV. San Diego native. And then we're going down the coastline a little bit, and we're going to cross the border into Ensenada. Ensenada, you will find the Discovery Princess in the mix, 6.44 a.m. sunrise. I think I saw a video with Doug Parker, and I think Ed, uh, Doug Parker, why was I just about to call him Ed Parker? Let it go. Uh, Doug was in Ensenada today, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So shout out to Doug. Shout out to Sherry. Shout out to Colin. Shout out to the staff of Navigator of the Seas having to deal with me. And shout out to everybody who can't pronounce Barcelona. And the Queen. Queen Mary too. New York City. Anyway, I do want to remind you that we have a, uh, I think, uh, MSC Meraviglia, who we've been tracking over the last three days. I think she arrived or is very, very close to arriving in Barbados, which was her final destination uh, as far as, you know, her transatlantic cruise. And that was cool. That was cool to watch every day. You just saw them. They were neck and neck. She was neck and neck with the Carnival Conquest, who is still on a conquest. She is not there yet because if you look at maps how geography works is when things are further east they're easier to get to if you're coming from west whereas she's going to uh conquest is going to miami and that's a significant distance further west than barbados and uh that's why she's still on the road she's still got at least a day or so before she gets to miami but that's about it those two ships have been you know knowingly or not unbeknownst to most of the passengers kind of traveling the mighty north atlantic the last four days in a row neck and neck and they're finally completing their journeys sailor's prayer welcome 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 all right msc i don't know why it's necessarily a big deal but it's all over the news that they are continuing their invasion of the united states i don't know I still don't hear great things. I still, well, I don't hear bad things as much anymore, but I just don't know. Does MSC, Austin, I got to say, Austin Maxwell of, uh, you know, probably our, our most, uh, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say it, but he's, you know, he's kind of a big deal. He's a guy who was on Shark Tank. He's viral on, on TikTok and he's a former guest in the show and a super cone and a mega cone and a listener. And, um, he is a big fan. Uh, he was a big fan of the MSC Davina when he was on her. Uh, but the, again, the hardware. Now, it sounds like they cleaned up a lot of the food situation. It seems like there's, there's food there now. But I've heard that the experience is eh. And again, I am a new fan of Ben and David on YouTube. And they, uh, listen, I don't take on a lot of new cruise content. I have the old faithfuls, the old reliables, uh, just because there's so many people out there now doing it. But a rare infiltration into my, uh, I guess, space as an audience member, Ben and David, they, they're very, very funny. They're witty. The banter is there. It's informative. They seem like genuine good guys, and they do fair reviews. They're honest but fair with their reviews on YouTube, so a little pop for them. But, 
you know, they 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 don't always make bold statements. They usually make statements to where you can hear what they're trying to tell you, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, but they do it without necessarily being downright rude. And even if there is an area when they are having to be a little bit on the, on the rough side from a critique standpoint, they'll usually clean it up and backpedal and give like an old compliment sandwich and kind of regard put the put the they'll, they'll put they'll throw some positive in with the negative but they made no bones about just saying msc is rude and that's a culture thing you know that's a that's a business culture thing if 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 upper management is not enforcing the fact that you know crew on board just you know listen if you want to infiltrate the american market like i said it's been said that you know again you know, I got yelled at a couple of weeks ago, and no, no problem. I got no problem. I think it was Barbara. I'm not mad at it. She did not like the fact that you know Scott alluded to some sort of a cultural stereotype. I don't think Scott was being rude, but I'm not going to be rude when I'm going to say what I'm about to say. European people, from what I understand, are not very demanding of friendly service. American cruisers, American passengers, travelers want politeness they want friendliness they want a back and forth it's uh it's they place a high premium we place a high premium on a good exchange a pleasant exchange with whoever's serving you you know you want to call that high maintenance call it what you want but it's been said that the european customer does not put that much of a um premium on that to the point where you know it could be perceived as rude and well, Ben and David, I think they're British anyway, so they are European. Okay, so Nick's what I just said, and they went so far as to say as MSC was downright rude. Even they were when they were critical of a Carnival cruise ship and critical of uh, a guest. Uh, I'm sorry, crew being frustrated. Possibly they chalk it up to being understaffed. They just say non-friendly. At least their 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 comparison was at least they weren't downright rude like they are in MSC, and that's just you know one creators or or, or or one creator group's opinion. So it get it should be taken with a grain of salt. Should all be experiencing these things as we see fit. But uh, I guess you know that deters me, and the fact that you know I just don't know if they, you know I hear that they're boring ships. I hear that they're a boring time. And the other thing is, Austin Maxwell, you go on with like a freaking beer commercial quality, beer commercial level of a crew. When Austin Maxwell is running around with the guys and girls and his crew, I mean, it looks like they're shooting a Coors Light commercial from freaking 2005. And that's a good thing, you know? They're all looking good. They're partying, young, energetic. So I could see Austin, you... The fun's going to be there, no matter what. Just turn on a little music, and you guys are going to be in good shape. I get that. With a gentleman like myself, yeah, I would absolutely say the same thing. Now, maybe my crew wasn't running around as pretty as you guys, but we absolutely rolled deep, and we rolled hard and aggressively, and we were finding our own fun. You know what I mean? So I would say that in the in the mid-20s to late-20s. You know, that's the way it was. As you get older... You know, these people drop off. The kids start coming and, you know, all my rowdy friends have settled down, dare I say. And uh, you find yourself uh, 
having to rely on a little bit more manufactured fund by the cruise line. And uh, I don't know. All all accounts say that MSC does not necessarily bring that. So between the food, between a less than friendly staff, and between uh, less than, I guess, uh, amped up activities, I have stayed away from MSC. Uh, but we'll see. MSC is still going very, very hard at the Western world, at the Western market. They are trying desperately, and there's going to be a story that I'm going to talk about in a second that's going to kind of coincide with this, but they have five ships that are really kind of making a good, strong presence in the USA, and that is the MSC Seascape and Divina, as well as the Magnifica from Miami. So the Seascape and the Divina are going to continue to do, they'll throw a short sailing in there, but they're mostly going to do mid-range, average, length cruises the msc magnifica is going to be out of miami as well but she's going to do more shorter sailings key west bahamas that type of thing now you're also going to have the msc seashore the evolved version of oh no 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 sorry the seaside was the first one the seashore is also the base model for the seaside class the seascape out of miami is the amplify i shouldn't say amplified that's a royal caribbean term is the is the is the juiced up version the seaside uh evo class is 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 the word i'm looking for i believe the evolution the evolved version of the seashore uh but the seashore will be Sold by Sally from the seaside. Uh, sorry, uh, MSC Seashore from Port Canaveral. So uh, hopefully she gets used to those T-shirts up there. And then we're gonna have the Meraviglia, Meraviglia, Meravia. I've heard this thing pronounced 19 different ways, but it is a big, nice, hefty ship, and she's gonna be start spreading the news in New York City. I think I heard she was gonna be sailing out of Brooklyn, but that's the thing. So MSC is gonna take the Big Apple. You know, I'm excited to hear how that goes because I'm just telling you, New Yorkers, you know, it is what it is. They're going to tell you. They're going to tell you what they what they think of it. And uh, MSC, when you bring that cruise ship in New York, when you bring that cruise ship there, the old expression, you're going to learn today. You know, I'm not saying pivot. Be ready to pivot. The New Yorkers are not. They're going to fill out those surveys. Their survey is going to be in the form of them walking right up to the guest services desk and letting you know how it is. And then getting on the phone. Have those phone lines ready. Uh, NCL. Interesting. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about them a lot. Lately, we talk about them as far as, you know, raising prices. Or maybe not necessarily raising prices, but certainly not lowering prices. They basically put it out there. We're charging a premium for this. I think what you're looking at, and I don't know if MSC has anything to do with this because it does feel like the structure of the the, the big three, the lines are getting redrawn a little bit. Would you agree with me? Because MSC is creeping into that. They have more ships. I don't know if they have more ships in the USA yet, but they are coming strong. They're coming on strong. NCL is seems to be looking for a little bit more of a targeted group. And just by the verbiage that you hear them talking about, it sounds like they're trying to enter into the premium market a little bit. And that's evident by their pricing. That's evident by their all-inclusiveness. 
And this is evident by the NCL Prima as well. That's a ship that they'll tell you, this ship, we want it to be perceived as a premium cruise line cruise ship. So that might be the direction they're going. And it might be a little bit of a a, a white flag raising because they're saying, listen, we're not going to be able to, uh, I guess, expand on the level that an MSC is going to. So the takeover of the big three, of their place in the big three, and this is speculation, by the way, just my take, the takeover of MSC into the big three over Norwegian is inevitable. So we're going to switch lanes a little bit. We're going to go more for the premium, more exclusive. Everything that they're doing is pointing in that direction. I guess we will see. Uh, But anyway, bookings are up for 2023 if you're going to compare them to 2019 to the tune of about 16%. And that's from just from an overall capacity standpoint. Uh, Frank Del Rio has never... Uh, shied away from, you know, speaking his mind. And he talked a little smack, as he often has been known to do. He says the competitors, and I think he's talking about Carnival, Royal Caribbean, they're saying, you know, these guys, they got so many brands, they end up kind of like defeating the the, the word in business, they usually cannibalizing each other. Like if a, if, a, if a location or a restaurant branches out and they open up in a market that is too close to one another, you have a very successful place, and then you open up another place two miles away that thins it out. So you end up cannibalizing yourself. It's not the most pleasant word, but that is the word that they use in business. So he does maintain that Norwegian, Oceana, and Regent Silver Seas are completely different brands from each other, and that creates a healthier atmosphere for their overall company. And if you want to know the answer to that, Region remains their, I'm sorry, Norwegian remains their mainstream market cruise ship. And that's either what you want to consider it, one of the big three, you know, mass market, or you want to consider it uh, getting into that premium sort of scenario. It's still, you know, their main main cruise line. Oceana is luxury. Uh, some may say ultra lux, but at least luxury. And then Regent is just very exclusive. Regent is more like on the yacht side of things. Where Oceana, they take eight eight hundred to a thousand passengers. They'll charge you, you know, you know, anywhere from five hundred a night on average. Uh, Regent Silver Seas is a smaller ship experience. It's a yacht-like experience, and uh, you could be paying up to eight nine hundred dollars a night on Regent Seven Seas. But uh, they also like to talk about a fresh wallet. You know, they they use that term a lot, and I don't know. I think Re- I think Norwegian still wants payment one hundred and twenty days prior. Now I I don't don't quote me on that. I don't know. I got to go check, but. They have always, it's been a 90-day thing, standard 90 days till final payment. Norwegian did switch it to 120 days. Did that stick? Did I'm going to go look after this. I'm just not going to waste your time with it, but I don't know. I booked a couple of Norwegian cruises lately for, for clients, but they were already within the final payment, so they had to pay full price right up front. But I'll find out. Uh, but they, they talk about that. If you can get all the money for the cruise 120 days prior, they use the term fresh wallet, meaning that you will have already discounted. I mean, you've already forgotten about the money that you spend for the cruise, so you'll have resaved 
and in your mind's eye, you will be ready to spend more money once you're on board versus those people that pay in increments and pay all the way up to final payment and then maybe buy the drink package because you could buy the drink package up until a couple of days before. But with Norwegian, most of their cruises, most of their cruisers are having that free at sea taken advantage of so there is no drink package to purchase within that 120 day kind of window so there you go there's your fresh wallet once you do get on board and uh that's about it anyway uh the last thing i'll say is viking mississippi we don't deal with river cruising too much but i will mention that they had a voyage that they were not able to be able to complete the viking mississippi could not finish this voyage because of low water levels in the mississippi i don't know what that has to do with anything but it also affects their i I mean as far as i don't know the cause of it is what i meant to say uh but the final destination was supposed to be St. Paul, and there was supposed to be another sailing sailing out of St. Paul on October 15th. That is no longer going to happen, and all the guests have been notified. Anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. I want you to have a great weekend. You guys are the absolute best. Boat drinks super cones. Boat drinks mega cones. Talk to you soon. We were born before the wind. Also younger than the sun Yeah, the bonnie boat was one As we sail into the mystic oh, I can now hear the sailors cry Smell the sea and feel the sky let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic And where that foghorn blows I will be coming home mm-hmm. And when the foghorn blows I wanna hear it You know I will be coming home Yeah, when that foghorn whistle goes I gotta hear it I don't have to fear it And I wanna rock on gypsy soul Just like way back in the days of old And together we will float 
show them best they can. Come on, girl. 